church, it is July 3, and this is the third day of July, a Friday. <laughs> this is the last daily podcast for a while. And I'm, I'm saying this just by way of reminder that we're, we're not going away. See, this podcast, it came out of a burden to be with you in a way that is... Um, possible when we were socially distanced. And so, but now we're actually moving toward one another. On July 19th, we will be together in person right in downtown Des Moines at Gravitate. We're um, gathering together to enter into the liturgy, the, the work of the people, to enter into the rhythms of the gospel, to see one another, even if from six and a half feet away and hear our muffled voices through our masks, exalting the name of Jesus. And so, um, this podcast, by God's grace, will be reimagined, and yet, I just want to take this time to bless you. And it might feel like an odd way to move towards you with blessing, but I want to bless you by calling you out. Here, here's what I mean. I recently heard a teaching that stirred something in me that I have not felt stirred before a conviction that I, I don't want to let go of. And it was pretty simple. If you're anything like me, you've heard a lot in these last few weeks and months about moving towards people with empathy, care for the weak and the vulnerable, for the oppressed, that empathy is at the core of this conversation. And empathy is this idea of feeling into people, uh, feeling into their feelings, maybe seeing yourselves in their sin situations and scenarios. And what might precede this is this idea of sympathy, of feeling bad for them. Um, the thing that convicted me and the thing that will move toward blessing here in a moment was that for the follower of Jesus, sympathy and empathy allow us to maintain our comfort and our convenience. See, we can feel bad for others in the scenarios they find themselves in and yet not move toward them. We, we can then move toward them emotionally and maybe see ourselves in, offer um, some gestures of consolation, maybe even stand with in solidarity. And yet, that is not enough to, to embody the way of Jesus. So here's where I think the blessing lies, is in the call to something more than empathy and more than sympathy. And that's what I, I heard a, a pastor's name is John Tyson, pastor of the church in Manhattan. He, he said to go towards agony. And there's two characters, two prominent figures in the scriptures that, that have this at their heart. Moses. Moses, who, whose life is, is spared, sustained, who finds himself, though a, a, a racial and ethnic minority, in the place of privilege, being, like, being in, in the halls of, of comfort and convenience. And yet then he sees the affliction of his people and he moves toward them. Even though his people have disdain toward him in the wake of this, of this movement toward them with compassion. He looks upon them. He has agony. He begins to feel what they feel beyond, like he has a stake in it. God raises him up 
as a deliverer of his people. And agony is the pathway. Nehemiah, he hears the report of the broken walls of the city of God, the the promised land. And his heart breaks. He's he's weeping. No food will come into his mouth because he is distraught. It's, it's wearing, it, like he's wearing it like a robe. He's so distraught. The agony of the brokenness of his land. He prays for God to restore it and, and God answers his prayer by sending him. See, the blessing in, in agony is we see this pain around us and we may feel bad about it. We may even feel into it and, and have more than sympathy, but empathy But this place of agony positions us to have a stake in it. And it's uncomfortable. And I don't want to pretend that I even know what it feels like. But in this next season in our community, this is what we will be moving toward. And with prayer as this catalyst to sustain this conviction and this resolution in our hearts to see how Jesus sees, to to not just look aside and walk by, but to see the pain, to have compassion, to want to be in the midst of that and and not go away, that that would be a place then where, where blessing is. If we look at at the Beatitudes of Jesus, blessing seems to extend to all the wrong people. They're the people who are in agony. They're they're the ones who are weak and poor and poor in spirit and they're broken and, and they're rejected. We want to stand with those people. This is the upside down kingdom that God is inviting us into. And if over these past number of weeks and days, these moments of prayer have have been about personal consolation, here's my request for the blessing that lies in identifying with the agony of the people around us. Here's my request. All of those moments that felt personal and isolated, leverage those for something greater than yourself. Allow your me to turn upside down to like a we so that we might be greater than me so that the the corporate people of God might flourish with unity. See, we are a body made up of many parts. And if our shoulder is out of place, We must attend to the shoulder that is out of place lest we just think that everything is okay and neglect that shoulder and just use only one arm. Church, this is a moment for us, a moment for us to not linger in comfort. And I don't like those words. I don't want those. I don't want those words for like when I'm honest, like the confession I have is I want comfort. I want convenience. And what I'm saying is, is as Mark Sayers would say, he says, I want the kingdom without the king. 
I want the glory of the gospel without the cross. And and what I want more than that, though, what I want to want more than that is the way of Jesus, the way of giving myself away in love. And that is the place where true life is, church. And so I hope, I pray that you can receive this as a call to blessing, as a reminder of where God's blessing is, and that we as a community, we might have a a resolution of heart that we move towards it, empowered by the very personal presence of God. And so may grace and peace cover you in these days and the days to come.